0: And welcome back to episode eighty-one of the On-Paid and Underrated podcast, a podcast by Crew for Crew. I'm one of your hosts, Big Keith, and I'm joined as my uh, as always by my buddy Big Joey. Hey, and we got a special guest this week, Mr. Ryan E. How's it going? Good guys, good guys. So, how is everyone doing today? Uh, just go ahead and dive right in with What are you drinking? What are you drinking over there, Ryan?
1: Got some chocolate milk.
0: Ooh. Do you have any pizza? That I do not. Chocolate milk and
2: pizza? Like I thought, milk and pizza was f- pushing it. That's so crazy. I think I think
0: chocolate milk would be. I I think chocolate milk and food would be better. Because like, so my 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 logic on why chocolate milk with like like any food would be better is because you could look at this chocolate milk as like the dessert, and then like who doesn't like having a little bit of food and a little bit of dessert, kind of back and forth. Whereas me and milk, like I don't have, I don't think I've ever. I don't know that I've in my adult life if I've drank a cup of milk like as a drink with a meal.
2: My wife used to say in our earlier days uh, when I was partying a lot more often, she could tell exactly how hungover I was by whether <laughs> or not I drank milk in the morning. Because I would get up and be like, I need that calcium. I need those vitamins. Otherwise, though, I don't. I Drinking milk from other animals doesn't sit well with me. And chocolate milk itself is. But strawberry milk, yeah, we've been over this before. Strawberry milk is the only milk I actually really enjoy. Okay. Chocolate milk sends me to the washroom immediately.
0: So you're drinking strawberry
2: milk tonight then? No, I've got uh, Juicy Ass. Oh, Juicy, I don't know what that is. Uh, It is a strong IPA. Okay, okay. I found out that my weekly conference call is canceled tomorrow morning, uh, so I'm celebrating because I hate those. I hate hate weekly conference calls so much. (laughs) I hope my boss. Yeah, I've already actually gone over this with him. If there's ever a reason I quit any job, it will be over weekly conference calls.
0: You can't beat getting that good news at the end of the day. Uh, I'm knocking out a mango bubbly. That's pretty good. I think I'm I'm running out of bubbly flavor, so I'm going to have to hit up the grocery store and find some other variety pack of something for the weeks coming forward.
2: I've got a, a PC Cola. That I was gonna that I should have brought over. Um, because it's it it, it's like the one that they drank on the podcast, the um Mm -hmm. the root beer, but it's cola. And it's awesome. Like when I want that cola flavor without the sugar, awesome. But I'm not drinking no water right now.
0: (laughs) I think someone recommended, I think I either saw it, I either was googling like flavors or something, or someone said it in the Discord, but there is like a an American sourced one that you can find on Amazon, but it was like I couldn't find it local anywhere, and on Amazon it was like like thirty bucks for a twelve pack or something. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to risk thirty dollars for a maybe, but yeah, I do like the idea of
2: just drive up here.
0: Yeah, we are we are a lot closer than I thought.
2: Can I tell you? I was in Saint I was in Saint Catharines today, and then I went into Niagara Falls, and I didn't drive more than like an hour and a half. And I believe Nate put it in the Discord. You and I are physically closer. Than Tommy and Tanner,
0: which makes me chuckle. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm to like to get to Niagara Falls, it's you know, hour 45 for me, give or take, maybe hour 50, like, like yeah. somewhere in that realm. So, about the
3: same,
0: yeah. So, under four hours, which is weird because I think he was saying we were the, the math doesn't make sense because they were saying we were like under three hours, but I, I don't know, there's got to be a quicker
2: it's a probably about that. Well, yeah, because I'm not, yeah, I don't know, all I know is I see Ryan more than I see you. <laughs>
0: Well, I'll see you next year at the Lift Hard Live Easy Classic, hopefully. But that, uh, yeah, you have been. Um, did you? So, as as your second meeting with uh, Big Joey, did you, did you have a better time, worse time? Same, Oh, good okay, third, well, second time in Canada, though, wasn't it? Yeah. if you're not counting the Lift Hard Live
1: Easy. It was a little better, a little more familiar. Uh, just more us guys and not the kids and the wife and everyone. Chummier, I guess.
2: Yeah, we had some cigars and some briskies mm-hmm. and some and wings. <laughs> nice.
0: So what is uh I'm I'm actually really jealous of your shirt tonight, Ryan. Uh, as we dive into what's everyone wearing. He's uh you want to tell everybody what that beautiful uh shirt is you got? I have the blacked out bunch bench heavy tee
2: with the lift shorts.
1: Oh nice. Oh you my original uh, purchase. It's... Oh wow mess
2: I actually can't f- I can't find my silkies and I'm, I'm actually getting a little bummed about it. <laughs> yesterday I was deadlifting. I was actually doing block pulls and it kept catching on my shorts and I got all mad and just took off my shorts and in my head I was just like, God, if I had my silkies right now, this would be so much better. But I'm fairly certain they're in this pile here next to me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did see you said you were uh, deadlifting in your underwear yesterday and then benching in the dark tonight. You just uh, really enjoying the uh, you know, perks of that home gym.
2: Well, yeah, deadlift being a mind over. Like I said, like my shorts kept catching and because they're block pulls, it's like a little heavier than you'd normally do. So you're just dragging them up your thighs and then they were just catching. I was like, forget them. I don't even need them. And then today I was just like, I didn't, I didn't want to work out. I was so tired and such a bad mood. I haven't seen the sun in like 24 hours. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And I went downstairs and I just could not have a single light on and actually focus. So we put on some uh, some death metal and we did the bench. Nice,
0: nice. I'm uh, I'm actually wearing a Mastanomic shirt this time. I think it's been like a month since I feel like I've had one on for the episode. But I'm rocking out the uh, blue Jefferson deadlift tee. So that's uh, you know I, as as I've gained a lot of weight the last six months or so, I've got like three three shirts that fit currently. So I definitely need <laughs> to take advantage of the upcoming drop this week and buy a couple uh, shirts that fit me.
2: I was also up weight today and I assume it's just because I'm actually paying attention to my creatine and not just like taking it when I remember, but taking it as I'm supposed to. And I'm actually, uh, I'm breaching a bit of overweight, but, um, speaking of your next subject, I'm actually wearing a lift hard, be kind shirt from team moose, Mitch Hooper. Mm-hmm. I have two of his shirts and I'm wearing one of them today. Cause I thought today was a good day to wear that. Yeah. You want to talk about the Shaw Classic? I so I
0: selfishly wanted to touch base on it just as a way to kind of like pat myself on the back a little bit when I said that Mitch might have been overrated, you know? <laughs> but, no, not at uh, all. No, no, no was, not you know, at obviously, all. Obviously, yeah, I mean, he couldn't beat a 47 year old Brian Shaw, but I mean, at that, Brian that was...
2: Shaw's own event.
0: I don't know the 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 meme that everyone was like resharing of like Brian Shaw giving himself the medal. That was pretty. I really did uh, enjoy seeing that. But I mean, it was good for Brian to go out on top, regardless of if he literally catered the event to him and his strengths. But I mean,
2: of course he did. But so Mitch lost by six points. Yeah. By six points. Who was the closest in points and by how many? Oh, I
0: I didn't. Yeah. I, after, I, after that, I don't
2: know. So. He, the the third person placed eight, the third person placed 18 points behind Brian Shaw. So it's not like Mitch wasn't right there with him. Yeah. And either way, like, oh no, he placed podium in every event in the world. Uh, Oh, he's so overrated.
0: Uh, It was just more of a. I just wanted to poke the, the bear a little bit and kind of have you don't poke fun, the moves. have a little fun with that. Oh, I meant more you, just because you were so adamant. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was a good time. But uh, did anybody get a chance to watch the uh, Hook Grip YouTube video today? And it was, it was like, it's always hard to watch the videos the day that we record, just because or like I barely get a chance to watch them, I and I
1: probably watch more YouTube than anyone on here. I did. What'd you think of that? There's some good information there. Was that posted before or am I just crazy? I know it was, it
0: was like, <laughs> it was like four o'clock today. I, I want to say that the, unless I'm misremembering the, uh, the initial event I could have it was supposed to be Friday or I don't remember like the, maybe I just misread it or maybe they had the date wrong, but I didn't think there was I I didn't think there was supposed to be a YouTube drop today. And then all of a sudden at like, you know, I was getting an alert for it. I was like, Oh, that, that seems okay. But uh, no, it was a good video. Uh, one of the hosts talked about just hook gripping and, uh, you know, implementing that in your training and the, the benefits of it. And uh, it was just a really good video. Uh, I, I'm an advocate for hook grip. I either go double overhand or hook grip or you know, occasional straps if it's high reps. But uh, it was always fun seeing, you know, something that I kind of correlates with me personally. So and I've been really enjoying their YouTube, especially when it's something that you have a little bit of uh, experience with yourself. But one little uh, sneak peek we got from that was the shirt that he was wearing. It's going to be a shirt in the drop tomorrow, so I'm sure everyone. And by the time you guys are listening to this, the drop already happened, and you know, we, we all already bought it. But uh, it was <laughs> one of the funniest shirts, and uh, one of the funniest, you know, original parodies I think they've had so far. It's the powerlifting record holder uh t shirt, within the caveat of like 30 different subdivisions underneath of it, ending yeah. with uh, a- ending with zodiac sign. And
3: uh, might as
2: well just put my name on it, <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, yeah.
2: Power lifter with my name because, like, but I guess that's what they meant by record breaking drop, right? Everybody was like, It was gonna be vinyl, and I was like, What are they gonna do? Release the song?
3: Yeah, there's
0: no way they're gonna do a like maybe a vinyl sticker, like, or there's like a sticker pack with like a Massonomics record player. And Tanner's going kind of a record guy on it or something, but I feel like <laughs> I feel like that that he hasn't really posted about being kind of a record guy in a while, so I don't know how relevant that would be anymore, but
2: because he's a VCR guy now.
0: Yeah, dude, that was actually, did you guys, uh, well, we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, I did really enjoy him talking about the VCR stuff.
2: Uh, Well, it was me, actually, it kind of plays off something that we talked about earlier. Remember when I explained the candle story Mm -hmm. and how um, I was being stupid and my best friend Jay was watching me and then was like, why did I think that that was the right thing to do? (laughs) It kind of harkens to Tanner being like, I have two VCRs and we're like, hell yeah, we support your VCRs. And not a single one of us asked why. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, finally, Tommy was like, what? Why? And we were all like, wait a minute. Yeah, why? (laughs) That doesn't make any (laughs) sense. But at the time when he posted it, we were all just like, yeah, VCRs, man, that's the way to go. We just started talking about VCRs as if that was a normal thing for any human to do in 2023 was collect cigars or cigars, VCRs. (laughs) What's my brain on right now, eh?
0: You just you just keep seeing Ryan and all you do is remember all those cigars you guys smoked last weekend. And you're just ah uh, oh, take me take harken back to the good old days.
2: Yeah, when the guest is on, we'll talk about that. That's
0: true. I, so let's see. I want I want a brief story today, uh it kind of going into how shitty of a day I had. Uh basically yelling, as we be a little like 90 second topic here, as adults yelling at other adults, like how much it's the most pointless thing in the world to do. I got yelled at by a customer today for no reason on, from my point of view, for no reason she was just yelling to yell and to try to sort her dominance and authority in a situation where she really was in the wrong the whole time. And I'm just like, I'm a almost, I'm a 38 year old man and you're yelling at me like it's, I'm going to cow tell to you or be impressed or like, <laughs> like, 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 like bend over backwards and let you dictate how I run my crew and my team and like run the show. I was just like, I was, and I just kind of thought about it for the rest of the day. Just going like yelling at people is the most pointless thing in the world because I immediately just think you're uh, a big child and I don't respect you or take anything you say with any value whatsoever. Like in like adults yelling at other adults. I don't outside of maybe like sporting teams or something like that or like yelling to motivate someone. Like yelling in a negative manner. I just I found I found it to be I I was baffled. I I haven't been yelled at in like five years or more probably, and I was just like. It just doesn't like, who are, what are you trying to do? Like, this isn't going to go well for anybody. So I don't know that was my yelling, you know, story of the day. And I just, I kind of.
2: In my job, man, uh, you guys know what I do. I don't talk about it a lot, um, but it's, it is a common occurrence that people think um, that they can talk down to somebody like me. The only reason you're talking to me like this is because this name tag stands in between me and you. Mm -hmm. If you saw a guy that looked like me on the street, you would never talk to me like that. And I've actually said that to them.
3: <laughs> I've, I've
2: literally told them, like, the only reason you think you can do that is because I'm wearing this name tag. And I'm going to tell you something right now. You need my help. And you're talking to me like this. And I'm not so inclined to help. So why don't you calm down and we'll work to a solution together. And it's kind of that Bane thing when he puts his hand on the guy's shoulder and says, do you feel it in charge? That's what you're doing to somebody <laughs> when you do that. Um, but no, you're right. I've had people, I could go off. I could tell you for hours, the type of things people say to me when they, they'll, they'll make up something in their head and then yell at me for not delivering it. And I'm just like, it was never on the table. That was never an offer. Oh, I read it online. Yeah. But it's not what I wrote down on the quote sheet to give you. So you can't have it because it was never on the table. And then they'll yell and scream and threaten to go to my superiors. Like, I'm telling you, man, it's it's more of a reflection of their insecurity and their poor ego than it is of you.
0: Ah, well, then I don't know. But that that was my story. So I will uh, skip the IG polls then if if I'm if I'm in and out too much because I would take too much recapping.
2: Oh, I I, I saw your IG polls. I saw your IG polls. (laughs) And and (laughs) I'm just going to say one thing. I want to just I just want to put one proximity on what your IG polls said. If I walked into a bodybuilding gym tomorrow and said, guys, we should all deadlift, and they would all go, no, the risk-to-reward ratio is too high. <laughs> That's called a confirmation bias. So your, your little polls there were put out to the people that would normally agree with you. The scientific community <laughs> does not agree.
0: <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're specific, we're specific. Now, now we're talking about Nate being technically a guy, right? Is that what we're yeah.
2: talking about? No, I'm a, <laughs> no your your salad and sandwich one you guy. You were so riled up. And I, I actually
0: screwed it up at first. Did you guys see that I had soup and salad? I think at first, and then I had to get deleted that and had to go back and edit it to or post a whole new one as sandwich and salad because I was like, shit, it wasn't soup. And yeah, <laughs> no,
2: no. So. But it's also really funny because it goes it goes back to the last episode of Massonomics where it's talking about just having a really strong opinion about something utterly petty and useless. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm in. Like, I'm gonna dig my heels in on this one.
0: Uh, it's fun, though. No? I mean, that's what that's what half the like. If 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 neither of us had opinions about anything, what the fuck would we talk about? You know, it's like it would just be two yes men. Like, I, I'm uh, I'm not a yes man, so I don't know.
2: We should we should we talk about the four uh, horsemen of the George apocalypse?
0: Oh yeah, you guys were looking uh, looking pretty
1: stellar out there. <laughs> Jortastic.
2: <laughs> Ryan tell them about it tell, tell them what we did
1: uh, the other Ryan kind of started off his girlfriend took a picture of him and his looking spectacular in his jorts and uh, fanny pack and shirt and kind of went from there
2: well so about four days before that I had a picture of myself in some okay. smaller shorts and a sleeveless shirt and a fanny pack <laughs> And then, um, as I was going to a restaurant, I happened to catch a preview of myself—not a preview, a reflection—and I just went, "Could be in such a fucking stereotype, dude." Because like you got your pit vipers and your traps and your sleeveless shirt, and you, know, you just walk, and thought it was so funny. And then a couple of days later, Ryan posted that, and then I posted originally with the other shorts and Ryan, and then Megan Effenstone, Megan Stone posted a picture of her and Tyler Stone, and he's wearing sleeveless shirt jorts massnomics uh fanny pack and then i was like this is getting out of hand like this is starting to become a uniform and then you sent me a picture of you in yours which i thought was really funny but then it turns out everybody was like well you're not wearing jorts joey it doesn't count so i had to go "Mm -hmm." (laughs) it's not like i wasn't gonna wear them anyway but i just made sure i got a picture um so now the yeah, Nate called that the four horsemen of the George's apocalypse. I should call it the four liftsmen of the George Pocalypse, but shout out to all of them. And if you guys are out there and you're you're wearing the uniform, send it because I think we can make that a big picture.
0: That'd be cool to make that a huge collage. Uh so I was at physical therapy tonight and I heard like the my you know the guy talking to one of the other people there, and they couldn't think of the word fanny pack and they were trying to describe it. And I think one of them said uh a a, a belt bag a belt bag yeah and i was just like and and like i couldn't i didn't process they were talking about a fanny pack at first yet and then it was like another couple seconds later like did you are you guys talking about fanny did you just call a fanny pack a belt bag and i was just like it it really made me chuckle just because how how much fanny packs are just in the lore of massonomics and everything and just the living community so i was just like you guys didn't know what a fanny
2: pack was called well i've been wearing them since before i became a father like the 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 week or two before Oren was born I thought this is my last chance. I'm going to Canada's Wonderland because they had just uh, released the uh, Yukon Striker, the world's longest North America's longest free fall roller coaster. I was like, I'm going to that before there's kids and I can't. And my buddy was like, yeah, bring a fanny pack. Trust me. And I was like, what nerd? I'm not doing that. And then I thought about it and was like, I'm going to do that. And I don't think I have taken my fanny pack off since (laughs) it has been four and some odd years.
1: (laughs) Ryan, you're gonna say something? Just for the record, I call it a belt bag. But <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Nice. Did you uh have you have have you got that term copyrighted yet for your own uh you know profit? I should, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be too late, but you know, you'll have basically between now and Tuesday to get it uh all all dialed in.
2: Well, when you say Fanny, you're gonna get one of the Davids all riled up. <laughs>
0: that <laughs> is really funny how fanny over there means what, you know, the C word over here and vice versa kind of thing. So I always get it.
2: Well, yeah. Well, no, cause they say fanny over there like all the time.
0: But I think when they say fanny, they mean like vagina, not.
2: Yeah. 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 But also like the C word is used over there, like sparingly, like they're not sparingly, mm-hmm. like, like all the time. I think that, is a fun word, and we should say it more often too. But <laughs> that's that's political. I
0: pull it. I pull it out every now and then. But you gotta like you gotta be really comfortable comfortable in the room you're in before you. uh, let, Oh yeah. Let, let, let that word fly.
2: And and you never use it at somebody like like when you're trying to hurt them. Oh yeah yeah. It, right. We've got to we've got to ease that word back in our t- into our society. We've got to ease that in to like inanimate objects first. <laughs> and then you can like you know and then you can kind of spare it out into the world
0: we can all just start calling our vcrs that you know those are inanimate objects <laughs> and that uh takes us to our our you know that rounds out our, our last general topics thing we can go ahead and uh, rate last week's episode uh ryan what did you think of last week's uh two hour of uh, just them shooting the breeze episode
1: <laughs> it was good a lot of good questions in there uh we'll just point it here at the masonomics g-string won't be a, a thing so i was really kind of hoping for that but you know um the questions that get answered or asked so you know it's kind of disappointing in that so but you know overall i probably give it a five
0: nice that's a good rating. well you you do have ex- you know access to the uh you know a couple other hosts was there any questions that are you know you wanted to ask you know the question that you asked them that they ignored blatantly and rudely is there anything that you want to ask us?
2: I thought that was the end of the I thought we did that at the end
0: well, no, no so so I meant specifically the question that you asked them. Is it something that we could answer or is it is it a is it the other host specific i i, I just want you to feel heard that your question that didn't get you know <laughs> asked asked on the other podcast. Our sisters ignored you. we won't. What was your question? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Get it out there, yeah. Put it out in the world. So I was gonna ask, actually I didn't ask the question, so I'll just make Oh Jesus self.
0: Christ. You <laughs> just let me go on a 90-second <laughs> monologue about our sister podcast shooting uh, me down. It, it just it's, oh
2: he man, roped you, roped you in good. That's good work. <laughs>
0: hey, make me look like an asshole. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's <try>. good
2: work. <laughs> um yeah, you know, it's rare that Tanner gives you a hard no on anything, right? Like, it's very rare that when the, something is asked like that, he doesn't go like, maybe in the future one day. And then he was just like, no, that's <laughs> never going to come up. That was pretty funny. Um, the pea gravel conversation thing was yes. genuinely hilarious. I especially like them dancing it around uh, who introduced the pea gravel concept, because I think we all know who that was. And um, it was nice of them to kind of just be like, well, we don't want to hurt any feelings because it's fucking me. And it, like that was that was pretty funny. Um
1: go ahead. Did, did you ever answer which is heavier, 10 pounds of gravel or 10 pounds of sand? Because I, I think it should we still need to answer for that.
2: Well, I think only scientists can answer that. I think I know an engineer, he might know.
1: <laughs>
2: I like hear engineers do things like that. Um uh beyond that, like I think I'm about three-quarters of the way through the episode because it's literally just two hours. Of episode as um, long, but based on what I've heard, you know, I'm pretty excited this, this week, guys, I think I'm going to, I'm going to think I'm going to give it a five, five. Hey, five that'll
0: definitely bring up your uh, average. What you usually give them. So this was, this was the episode. I think I talked about last week because I, it was very fresh. Cause when we were recorded, I had just listened to the entire episode the night before. Uh, and I think it, it had to be at least going until 1130 or something, you know, Eastern standard time. So it, it was, it was, a, it was a really great listen live. Uh, They, you know, I always enjoy the episodes where they're somewhat interactive with the with 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 the discord live. You know, they there was a lot of times they gave shout outs to people talking or just gave, you know, there was interaction specifically to that. Um, And I think my favorite part was the was the VCR chat, because uh, I what what Tanner's doing right now is something that I did three years ago uh, during covid i took every because i i had i literally had a box of uh vhs tapes from like high school football that uh i wanted to get made on digital copies and then i could upload them to youtube because uh i think i think what started it all was our one of our old high school coaches in a facebook group was like if you guys have any old game tapes throw them up on youtube for us so then i was like well how the hell do i do that and then you know you buy the 40 you know uh converter And I already had a VCR laying around because I I still kept my VCR specifically if I ever wanted to watch, which I hadn't watched it in 20 years. But, you know, I I pulled them out and spent days just playing all the videos and transferring them over to MP4s and uploading them to YouTube. And to this day, I still am not completely done uploading them to YouTube, uh, but I do have them all converted. And I think I have like half a season left to throw up on YouTube. That just takes forever. But uh, overall, the whole episode... You know, there was some. I wish they they. I, I wish they had uh, talked a little bit more about the peat gravel. You know, but uh, other than that, I'd go ahead and give it a five this week. Five five JDs.
2: So, with everything we talked about about how Tanner posted the VCRs and we all just acted like it was natural, I think one of my favorite parts about this is that if he had just simply said something at some point, you would have had all the advice. Yeah, he that because you already did this, and he wouldn't have had to go through whatever he went through getting quotes and finding <laughs> the source and finding the data if he had just simply said, Hey guys, I'm looking to do this, and you had answered. So, yeah. I think that's pretty funny.
0: During the live, I actually cause he was he was describing what he had bought and he hadn't opened it yet. Like he j- just bought it off Amazon and he was describing the name, uh, like the brain. And I was like, pretty sure that's what I have. And I know exactly where I had my converter pack, uh, mm-hmm. like the like the the, the box that it was still in. And so I went and got it and took a selfie with it. And he actually he wasn't sure when I posted it in the Discord, like during the podcast, if it was um Photoshopped or not, but it was like I sincerely took the photo in my bedroom, like live. <laughs> and they were—he was kind of like, "Oh wow, that he really does have the exact one that I have in my hand, So that was just uh, the, the nostalgia aspect of that whole thing. Like that just made my night.
2: Uh, Ryan, you were going to say something there.
1: Oh, I—I I think he did make a post about finding some home movies or something from his parents. So I, I wasn't really questioning his motives or whatever, but. Well, there we go.
2: Yeah, uh, With a Discord this active. Yeah, it's very it's, it's a wonder we don't repeat ourselves.
1: Never.
0: Yeah, it's, it's very hard to keep up to date with all that jazz. Um, but that rounds out the general topics. Uh, we're going to get into a little sponsor read. Does Mr. Ryan want to do a sponsor read for us this week?
1: Oh, it's me. One second here. I'll find it.
2: I, if you were wondering why I was just flexing at you, is because Ryan was flexing during the chat and we were just, <laughs> I don't know why. I think I scratched my face and he thought I was flexing. So I was just like, well, well like I'm in <laughs> today yeah, was all I upper did. body. Like I want to, I did scratch
0: my face today. So bad at work. I, I basically my, when my colleagues set a ladder above me when I was bent over, like getting something off the floor. And then I stood right up into the feet of a ladder and about to my fucking eye out. And I have like this big gash on my right, right next to my eyelid. So that was fun.
2: When I I actually noticed uh, I noticed a change um in the way i drink water in public now because i'll drink with one hand and then i'll hold the other arm up like i'm doing the bodybuilder pose
1: mm-hmm. and I,
2: it's like completely on, not on purpose well it wasn't at first and now it is
1: and like the one <laughs> arm
2: will just come up and kind of flex while i'm drinking the water and that was pretty funny
1: all right are we ready all right here we go jump on in in the early to mid-2000s, a group of young men began lifting weights west, West Northeast South Dakota, Eventually they sold settled on lifting at Aberdeen YMCA, known for its plentiful supply of toilet paper. In 2014, they thought it would be kind of cool to have a YouTube channel. After some confusion over the name, a week later, a logo was created. In 2015, having outgrown the current gym, a group of powerlifters and crossfitters looked at gyms with the intent of changing them for the better, an open massonomics gym. In 2016, two guys and another guy who literally just met one of the other two guys bought their first set of podcasting equipment and began addressing the known issues with fitness podcasts. With a purpose to help the fitness community get strong, stay strong, and use their strength, the guy set out to basically talk about gym stuff, and the Mass Dynamics podcast was born. It's a podcast you listen to with your ears. The best part is, with the best guests and the silliest geese, Self-proclaimed lifting podcasts about nothing is like an overwhelming relief of successfully evacuating your bowels after being constipated. Hundreds of overrated, underrated, J.D. Power-related topics have been discussed both with with and without druthers. So grab the piping hot LaCroix. Ow, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Put your tray tables up and make sure your seat is in upright and locked position as Mastonomics takes you up for a 10,000-foot view. Episodes on YouTube Sunday at 7 Eastern, 6 Central.
0: Nice, well done, thank you, Ryan.
2: Um, so for those of you who can't see the video and we didn't hear the crack of the can, oh, that was not Ryan doing a monkey impression halfway through his ad, read. <laughs> he, he was juggling a can like it was piping hot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ooh, ah, ah. like what ting tang, walla, walla, bing, bang, <laughs> like what? <are> you... <laughs> All right, uh, let's kick everybody out, get our guests on the horn. What do you think?
0: yeah let's he's been in that waiting room let's see if we can get him in there
2: all right uh big ryan is that you
1: Finally, i of late, keep a guy waiting geez
2: <laughs> it's what we do
1: how's it going guys appreciate your patience
2: that's payback for being late to our meetup
1: oh sorry
2: poor me had to have an extra beer sitting there waiting for you at the pub
1: <laughs> it's the traffic up there man it's terrible and
2: you're like should i take the toll road and i'm like no no, it's like a thirty. <laughs> thir- I will have the six dollar beer while I you don't spend thirty dollars to save the ten minutes. Like that's out of hand.
0: That's insane. It's really, it's really thirty dollars. You're being overreactive. Like it's it's legit thirty.
2: So I've never spent more than thirty four dollars on the four hundred seven ETR. Um, but it's always in the range of thirty dollars, and I think it's just because the camera fees equal more than your mileage fees. So if you don't have a transponder, so when he messaged me, he's like, "Should I just take the toll?" I was like, "No, don't." Like it's when I t- I think I said it on the podcast one time when I took the I ninety I think across New York, is it the I ninety?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to easy. Yeah, it's I ninety and it's easy pass down here. And what it is up there?
2: Three dollars. It probably yeah. cost them more to mail me the envelope to Canada than it did that they were going to collect from me. And in a shorter time on the four oh seven, it was thirty something dollars, I guess. So that's bad. He was a little late, and I showed up, and I was like, well, I'm two beers deep, let's have a cigar." <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we we know what took you to Canada. It was Big Joey. So, but what brought you to Masonomics there, Ryan?
1: I'm trying to remember how I found them. I think it was uh, Swim Hack. I think I followed him, and he was posting about like the most expensive shorts and some of the shirts i'm like what's all that about so i gave massonomics a follow and kind of tried getting in some of the jokes and stuff and the memes and made my first purchase uh of their stuff uh may 7th 2020 which is actually what i got on now and kind of went from there
0: feel like the crew had to have uh, like double up. We weren't even crew then but i feel like the people that are in crew right now uh, at least 40% of us probably came in covid times i'd imagine i know that's when i came in uh, so it's very it seems like a very common story there
2: i take uh to offense there there's a different word not offense but i take offense there uh, cuz i think we were always crew
0: <laughs> crew yeah deep down we just, we just didn't know it yet
2: yeah crew is uh, crew is not what is it crew is not made crew is born you will just find your way here eventually, oh don't don't say don't don't say that one too often. That's actually about a completely separate thing that I just stole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't put well, that on I, the shirt
0: <laughs> the, the The irony of you stealing something from someone when you know we've we've been the uh, victims of that as of late,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so but uh, when did you was that about the same time you got into listening to the podcast too? I know that's when you more or less when you ah started following the ig page and buying their stuff but did you kind of deep dive right into the podcast at the same time
1: uh, uh it was like a couple of months later so it was like in the early 200s i started in 220 or
3: something in there yeah gotcha.
0: so- Gotcha. So uh just so everyone knows who we're talking to. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and uh give us your name, your Discord, your IG handle, all that stuff, just so you know, people just tuning in right now can know know who's chatting. Uh
3: <clears throat> excuse me.
1: Uh Ryan, my Instagram is Angry Monkey. Uh Facebook is just my name, Ryan Erickson. Uh not much going on there, but that's pretty much it. Just Instagram. I'm also active on Instagram. So silly vids and lifting stuff when I'm actually lifting. So, what
0: what, what what's your name on Discord? Because if you had them, if we, oh. if you told them what your uh, you know avatar was, you change it every two days. So that would be
1: <laughs> <would make> good. <laughs> yeah, keep you on your toes, man. It's a uh, big underscore Ryan, one of the many Ryans in our Discord. It's catching up to the mats now. So
2: now, why angry monkey? Like, what's why are you so mad?
1: Uh. I was trying to remember what that was from. I think I was on some other forum, and I think I was using the the evil monkey avatar from okay. the only guy. So, I kind of just a spin off of that.
2: It had nothing to do with your so. impression during the ad read. No,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been a long game, and you've just been leading up to just doing that on this podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. So, no, no. I anger just comic name. I don't really. I don't want to change it because then I probably can't get it back because someone else will take her or something. You know, yeah. I'm just that cool. I was at a two-plate poverty bench for a while on Instagram and then I when I was stuck around two plates, but then I changed it back to Angry Monkey. So I was thinking about like adding Angry Monkey Fit, because you know that seems to be the popular thing. Adding fit to it? Yeah, it really but really boosts my uh audience there.
2: Only if you start <laughs> every Instagram post with a close up of your butt
1: that's right
2: come bench with me but and then just like some poverty bench but yeah um arm day
0: (laughs) as as for for the for the listeners he's showing us his ass (laughs) as he's you know saying arm day as (laughs) of that's right as a as a typical instagram model should would do
2: um i'm gonna do one thing we don't normally do and just before we get into the the next segment that i introduced last week um Speaking of your history with Masonomics, uh, Big Kevin wanted to point out in particular that um, when he first started becoming crew crew curious, um, he wanted to point out that you were one of the nicest, most welcoming people that made him really want to get further into the crew. Uh, So when we were asking for questions, (laughs) he said, I don't have a question, but I need to point this out, that, that Brian was one of the the for me it was scants as well and i think we all had somebody like that that got us into the cult like we were curious and then they pulled us in um so you know he wanted to point that out and i just i wanted to put that before the next segment
1: yeah cool appreciate that
2: uh so what piece of massonomics merch do you wish you hadn't missed (laughs)
1: uh the yeah buddy shirt we wish i had that the original one yeah me too um that or the uh the buffalo one, kind of like looks of that one. Never did get that one. Way too long to get that. Raw power. Heath looks confused. It's a ram, isn't it? No, it was a. Was it buffalo. a buffalo? It's a bison. Was it a bison? Bison mm. is a buffalo.
2: Because they live in weird. they live in the Dakotas. They're known for their their buffaloes.
1: <laughs> gotcha. That the buffalo sure mosquitoes.
2: The buffalo <laughs> mosquitoes. I you know what? With that segment, I bet the yeah buddy gets brought up a lot in that segment. Because I think there's a lot of us that came in just after yeah. the old season desist.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But you had, you had mentioned, uh, you know, South Dakota, Ryan was one of the few guys that uh, didn't compete, but still made the journey out there. Uh, how was your experience? How was m- meeting everyone, you know, just, uh, give it, give us a rundown on what you thought about that whole weekend.
1: Yeah, it was a good time. A lot of fun. Um, it was good to meet people. A lot of times you're not quite sure who, how people are in person. They're all very cool. Um sorry if I was kind of standoffish off anyone. i just kind of how I am until I get to know people. And then I get pretty silly goosey pretty quick. So watch out for that. Um yeah, it was good. Well run meet. Um I've never competed before. I kind of fell into the video that one of the hosts put out about not waiting to compete. And I've waited to compete and now I've got some issues and I've got to work back up to competing. So, but it, going to the meet really um, made me want to go and actually compete. And hopefully, the next uh, lift hard, live easy, will
3: be my first.
0: That would be. It would definitely but be a that, great first meet for many people.
2: I I will probably compete at that as well. And um, you know, I haven't watched these these short videos that they release. Sometimes I just can't like i just don't have the the time right i can't listen to them while i drive but i got I got to point out something i said the other day that i just signed up for my third meet in december and being able to say the sentence i'm a competitive weightlifter it it just adds a different ver- it, it to me as soon as i said that i turned to my wife and then i was like it just occurred to me, I'm a competitive weightlifter. It kind of refueled getting into the, like today, I didn't want to go to the gym. It kind of refueled that. It kind of just refueled that getting in there and getting to it. So, um, you know, if you are waiting, Ryan, if you are thinking about it, even do a mock meet, that's not sanctioned. Cause that was my first meet. Cause I wasn't sure either. Right. Just doesn't matter how much you lift. As long as you lift, how much you can.
0: Anyway. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, that's half the reason i you know, for the last seven, eight years, I've done one to two meets every year. And half of that reason, like competing is really fun. Sometimes just having something to train for and yeah. keeping yourself honest, like, like that's like, I need that. Like I'm, uh, you know, I have a meet, uh, I'm doing a March meet and then ideally we're going to do the ju- meet in July again. So I'm already like, I got like another month or two of just fucking off doing whatever. And then I got to like, you know, start a 12 week training block going into uh, March. So
2: um uh, this this meet is so at the last meet was at apex barbell in burlington and steve was my handler because i was i did one without a handler and i just said like man i need i need somebody mostly just to think about my next lift so i don't have to and uh when i told him i was signing up for this one in december he was like i'm in so he also has signed up for this one in december and like now we're both we're talking to each other more about lifting than anything like before. And now we're just like, let's meal prep. Like, let's get this chicken going. Like that kind of thing that like before it was like, golly, oh, I'm thinking about it. And now we're both like, we're just effing doing it. So speaking of Steve and speaking of Ryan's lift, hard, live easy experience, what was it like writing on another Honda? Writing on? Yeah. No, ri- writing like writing.
1: Oh, writing, writing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, so for those that don't know, I went to Walmart and got a uh, glass marker and kind of marked my car up with uh, mastnomics stuff on there. And um, so he was like, "Oh, hey, let we borrow that pen?" And um, I'm like, "Sure, whatever." And then we were doing something, and he was gone, and I was there with the pen. I'm like, "Okay, I'll just mark up his car." <laughs> and <laughs> and then the next day at the meet, he was like, "You marked up my car." I'm like, "Yeah, because you you mentioned it." I went. Do this if you had not mentioned it. and
2: Yeah, he thought it was really funny. The two, the two <laughs> Honda Civics, the 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 crazy fast cars parked next to each other,
1: Type R and the SI.
2: Yeah, and then he just comes out. He's like, "Look what happened!" And I was like, "What?" Like I'm groggy and tired. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And I thought I, I died. I thought it was hilarious. Like you didn't do that. He's like, "No." So uh, he's like, we we're on our way back," and then he's like, "I kind of want to wash it off, but I really kind of don't. I want everybody to know." Where we just came from, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, kinda of helped to give them five hundred miles of free advertising and over far uh, you guys went,
2: yeah, all the way up to Tundra Bay
1: you 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 came over from Iowa right, Ryan,
2: yep,
0: That was about five hours, you said, so that's not even that's like five hundred miles, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, I for some my yeah well, shit that's that's uh that's eight hours here now. Yeah, Eight's very doable in a day. Uh, yeah, did you because you did you just, you just came up Friday and were basically there for Tanner's party or
1: yeah, well, yeah, I kind of did in two parts. I came up or just left my house Thursday, stopped at my oh, okay, Run cabin, Minnesota, and then left Minnesota to uh, Aberdeen and showed up for the party Friday. Gotcha,
0: and you were uh you were, you were wearing something a little special that night. Uh, that was, uh, you were, you are wearing your, your, your prize shirt, your, your Frankenstein shirt. You won a couple of years ago, right?
1: Uh, yes. To, uh, to the zoo. Oh, is that okay. Oh, just Just where you were Friday night, but maybe, maybe. No, I, remember
2: I think right damager night. wore his on Friday night. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I mean you and Chris, you both, you know, you're <laughs> pretty similar, you, you know, you both are, you're you both are missing a similar element.
1: <laughs> politically challenged
0: yep uh, but so I did want to kind of touch base with you on that so you 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 won that shirt in a contest a couple years ago it's, a, it's an amazing shirt it's really cool I get that but you gave up the opportunity to read an ad on the Mothership podcast man like what was how did you uh,
1: how hard of a decision was that and do you regret it no I just don't really like publicly speaking or my voice in general so it's kind (laughs) of that was an easy call kind of shy too so
0: i get that but like damn dude that would have been like because this that was like pre uh like call in episode like call out episodes where like you text them your their number your number and you know i think that was i'm pretty sure that was pre that wasn't it so like it was not it wasn't a common event for crew to actually audibly be on the podcast so I think I would have had to go with the ad read just for like, because at the time it would have been like, I'm going to be the only crew on the podcast like forever. And then, you know, now (laughs) several of us have been on at least once or twice, you know, for 30 seconds to two minutes kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, but it's a really cool shirt. So, I mean, it's hard to.
1: If it was now, I probably would have gone for the ad read, but I'm happy with the shirt. It's the first time I've actually worn the shirt. So just kind of keep it tucked away. Did you have it
0: up as like a wall hanger in the gym or anything, or you just straight up like just never, never touched it?
1: Yeah, it's just in a drawer, tucked gotcha. away.
0: And that brings us into another question. Let's see. So I hear you uh, have an undiagnosed uh, issue that you suffer from, and it's uh, <laughs> social disgust that you and you and your buddy both suffer from together. Is that a? Uh, did you basically just have a hard time with the uh, general public in general?
3: uh yeah we just yeah just people in general
2: kind of <laughs> don't yeah, human, <laughs> human beings they lie and they smell human, bad and yeah. that's what they do so people would you suck. say that being part of the crew the
0: last couple <laughs> years has kind of brought you out of your shell a little bit
1: um yeah i think so it's more interaction with people so so, uh, sp-
0: speaking of, uh, shells, I kind of set, set myself up for that. You have a, uh, a, a, a pet turtle.
1: Uh, it's actually my daughter's. Yeah. We got oh, okay, that okay. for her, her birthday this year. Nice. She's really into turtles. She did, a um, like a school project on turtles and stuff and fell in love with turtles. got a turtle and it's Yeah.
0: Now, does it actually have an aquarium, or is it just in like a card? Because I, had, I, had, I had a turtle. I had a couple different turtles I think growing up, but it was just like cardboard boxes, and then it would always get out. And, you know, be a big to do to find.
1: Okay, no, it's enough. Forty uh, gallon aquarium. Oh damn, that's big. So yeah, it's it's a cute little guy. He'll come up to glass and duck for food if he sees you. And that's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah, I've always had a sweet spot for turtles. Honestly,
0: I like turtles. So. I have heard that your uh, your background as a mechanical engineer has uh, you know kind of made you to where you like to overcomplicate stuff. One of the things was the was it the filtration system on your turtle's uh, aquarium? Did I get that right? Or do you have a fish tank, maybe, or something? Uh, um,
1: yeah, not overcomplicated, but it, the, the... well,
0: I mean, some somebody that gave me some information about you did like to word it that way. So i I can only I can only word questions as the data that I'm given.
1: <laughs> so. We bought this turtle kit. It's a 4 gallon aquarium with a filter in tank filter and those in tank filters just suck. You're always screwing with them. Like if not daily, like weekly, they're clogging up. So it's finally looking into like the bigger cancer style filters that, um, go under the tank and then have the tubes that go in for suction and output. Um, so it, it keeps it cleaner, but it's just trying to get the, the level night, uh, the, chemical levels balance and the bacteria levels balanced just trying to get happy is is the next kind of challenge there i hear it's possible but just kind of working towards that
0: <laughs> so you're uh you're you're tinkering and you'll figure it out at some point uh we, we hear you do like to tinker uh, i do you got lots of uh projects going on in the garage and so you must do you have like a four stall garage because i've heard about the multiple project vehicles yep. in the garage Plus, you have a whole entire garage stall as a gym.
1: Yeah, it's a full four car garage. Um originally when I set up the home gym, it was just kind of one spot and I had uh three cars in the garage.
3: I had a sixty-five Mustang and I bought a uh I think it was a
1: 48 Studebaker Commander was kind of field fresh. That was, oh, I'm going to build this up and make it all fancy and cool. Hot rod it out and kind of sat in my garage for 10 years. I'm like, you know, it's got to go. And then I was able to sell it for a whole $50 more than I bought it for. So, you know, great <laughs> profit. <laughs>
3: there you go.
1: <laughs> and then right now I got my mother-in-law's Model A. That's sitting in my garage too. And then also have my old white Honda Civic that I'm working on fixing up so I can drive in the winter. So, you know, what kind of things going on? So did
0: you, uh, you seem sort of basically as a car guy yourself, did you marry into a car guy family? If it's your mother-in-law's, uh, you know, model A, which is not a common car. If anyone's you know, not, not, not familiar, it's like, a, it's a hundred year old vehicle.
1: So, yeah, my, my mother-in-law's husband, he was a pharmacist in small town, Iowa, and he was, Begins collecting cars, he'd go off to like Hershey, Pennsylvania, and bring home a car. And They had like, I don't know, 12 cars or more at one point. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away before I met my wife in 1993, I think. Um, so then they sold off most of the cars, but they kept the uh, the Mustang, 65 Mustang, that was a anniversary present to her. So she kept that, and then she kept the model, a just because the. Good memories with that. So now I have both of those cars. So
0: nice, that's cool. So something that you could potentially hand down to some of your kids and you know, you know, 30 years from now. Yeah.
2: So you're you you got those cars from you said from your wife's family? Yes. And you still made her pay for the movie on your first date. (laughs) 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 How Uh, dare you? and it
0: was the dollar and the damn dollar theater too so it's not like
1: yeah young me was a little little clueless on the dating scene so yeah you know who isn't it was... <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to do
0: god we were also stupid when we were younger that's for sure
1: what
2: do you mean were? <laughs>
0: yeah <I'm
2: laughs> my, i still have my moments i sure. might be ugly and hateful but what was that last thing you said <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we know you've got a garage that has cars in it. It's got a gym in it. Is there a reason it is also full of miscellaneous fridges, though? What's the story there?
2: And which do you use more—the cars, the gym, or the
1: fridges? Fridge. Oh, I do have one fridge in there.
0: <laughs> Only one. one. Uh, like, Twenty-one. Did, did I get bad information?
2: I probably. <laughs> so I got one I... from the from from big fridge. Big fridge yeah. really wanted you to come down on Ryan today. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Yeah, I got one from somewhere and it's kind of, I use it as a, used to make beer. So I use it to like kind of store the beer to get ready to drink. And um, I really need to fix it up and sell that fridge, but yeah
0: i guess that falls under miscellaneous then i just yeah i'm i think i interpreted it as multiple and maybe it was just just one one random extra fridge so so you used to be a little uh beer maker is that something you still dabble in or kind of put that behind you
1: um i will probably try again i just i made like one good batch out of like eight over the years so Uh,
0: (laughs) then it's just like there's nothing worse than drinking there's probably nothing worse than drinking shitty tasting beer but when you yeah. know you made it too it's just like yeah. it's just like self-deprecating every time you take a drink of it like, god damn it this sucks and yeah. i'm a failure
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have had other people's homebrew and it's kind of similar tasting so maybe maybe it's not all me so
2: <laughs> i don't know yeah uh homebrew unless you're like really good at it all tastes like socks yeah <laughs> like there's no way it tastes like nothing or socks now,
0: but does it taste like the right sock or the left sock?
2: Only you can tell that. Most of us, <laughs> are. most of us aren't really ready for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's Good stuff.
0: So, for at for, at forty three years old, that puts you in the uh, the upper echelon of crew. I think you're you've got to be in the top ten. You know, demographic there for the age group. <clears throat> Yeah, I I mean I I I I pegged you as a, you know, mid mid to late 30s. Well, shit. I I didn't actually peg you, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> hey now.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, you're 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 right on uh big big Jens tails there with the the early 40s. <laughs> uh and well, you're in Iowa, so have you had a have you had a meet up with Big Jen? You guys get I mean, I'm sure I I was a large state, so. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Not but... yet.
1: She's she's not too far away. She's like two hours away from me. So yeah, it's... Uh, probably some day when if I'm out in that area. Probably All right. Up.
2: So, um, overrated or underrated? Um, staying up late with drunk Joey or drunk Jen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have to choose between you. No, yeah, How
2: how terrible was that? No, we no, were... that was good.
1: <laughs> the wor- the worst part was I was getting alive in mosquitoes. Uh, was, we were getting demolished on I that was, patio. Like uh, some bringing bug spray.
0: Oh, were, were were you one of the uh, um, American in uh, you know staying guys?
1: Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, we we stayed at the American, and uh, he was he was our DD. So we just kind of, um, we just kind of went running, and uh, went back to the patio grabbed a couple of drinks from the bar and yeah, we just sat on that patio, chatting about everything. Yeah. Just everything. And then I went up and grabbed some more beers to bring down. Cause I still had all those Keats in the cooler and, uh, Their yeah. was home. and then, <laughs> then I went to bed. I think I was the first to tap out actually.
1: But yeah, it was a good time with the guys out there. So yeah, it was definitely a
0: long day uh, as a competitor. I couldn't like, it was a long enough day for me. I couldn't have, like. I, I maybe it could have lasted a little longer if I hadn't lifted. But uh yeah, I don't know. It was just. Uh, I don't know how some of you guys stayed up till two, three in the morning that night. I had to fucking be up and catch the plane. I I
1: was a
2: yeah. None of us. None of us had uh, a five a.m. flight.
1: Yeah, that's true. Wait,
2: Jen did. But Jen's a true.
1: Mm. No, she woke up her when drove.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: It was just. uh It was me matt and the damagers and then (laughs) old ham and his girlfriend but they didn't wake up so (laughs) did they miss their flight yeah so they ended up uh i I actually got the whole because i only kind of got part of the story but big lou was on the c team podcast a couple weeks ago and kind of told the rest of it but basically you know they definitely just were just like yeah fuck it we're not getting up at 5 a.m to go catch the flight so they missed it but then they could get a they could get another flight out of Omaha like the next day, I think so, or so. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's where big Lou is. So then big Lou basically drove them to Omaha and then they, you know, dropped them off the airport the next day, I think.
2: That was fun. They were fun as hell.
0: Yeah. That was a good, they were a uh, good, good, a good hang.
2: Okay. Uh, I've got one from one of the hosts, not one of these
3: hosts, one of the other hosts. FMK.
2: Back injury, shoulder injury, or knee
1: injury. <laughs> how do you marry an injury?
2: <laughs> it's the one that sticks around the longest, my friend. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's 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 how I would interpret
2: it.
0: Trying to think out how, how to phrase this.
3: <laughs> um, dead silence.
0: Well, you 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 you're allowed to audibilize your druthers.
1: So. so um, Oh yeah, I got, I do have a persistent back injuries, like a disc thing that I've had for a while. Um you probably kill that. <laughs> kill yeah, kill that. Shoulder, I dislocated that, had to have it rebuilt and it's it's more functional than expected and it's getting better. So I guess I can uh marry that. And then and knees are fine, so fuck knees, I guess. <laughs> there
0: you
1: go. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. When, uh, you, when, when, when we, when we put up the post
0: about the questions, 90% of them were asking about his injury, asking about his injury. I was like, all right. Like when I, when, when we, when we, when we,
3: when, when,
0: when we, when we, when we ask for questions, it's not the, it's, it's not for the low hanging fruit that we already have. Like, like, <laughs> you know, this one was actually the outlier of kind of being funny because it, you know, it had, it had some layers to it, but just the, ask him about hurting his shoulder and I'm like, Oh, okay. Like it's, it's in there, but it's like, it's, you know,
1: nothing special. <laughs> yeah. I've got a good story about that, but I, I feel free. I we, got time. we got time. I'm going to go for the whole, uh, shoulder story. So <laughs> my wife shaking her head. My wife, my wife, I was waiting for somebody to say it. <laughs> They're waving to you over there. She's waving. Um, so I was out, play- uh, with laws and um we're playing some badminton in the backyard and in the old shuttlecock back and forth you know as i do in the uh midwest <laughs> um
2: nothing, nothing beats a good shuttlecocking. that's right good shuttlecocking.
1: <laughs> uh my niece uh hits this far right shot and it's over by this wood fence and i'm like that's too far i'm not gonna get that and then i was like yeah i'm gonna go get that i'm just gonna stop on the fence everything will be cool um, so, I start going for it, and I, like, avoid my son, who's to my right. And I think that kind of started me, like, tipping forward. Um, I don't remember any of this, so I'm just kind of guessing. Um, so, I'm going towards the fence, and what I didn't see is there was, like, a two-inch, three-inch edging, like, two or so feet from the fence. What? They were playing Planter boxes. Oh no. Oh that would hurt. I, I didn't see those. So I tripped into the fence with my arm up and there was a very distinct pop. I remember a... and then I woke up on the ground like this is not good. Uh <laughs> so I can't hear you. What? <laughs> telling you. Oh. Apparently I was kept telling her I was fine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we do. Right. Right if it's hanging in there got to go to the doctor. So seven hours in the ER, um, first attempt to put my shoulder in, they, like, put me out in ketamine. Oh, That was pretty trippy. Um, wife is saying that, like, you're, like, asleep, and then they grabbed your arm. There's two guys grabbing your arm, and then your head rose up. And turned towards them like a Terminator. And she thought I was going to hit them. (laughs) (laughs) He's a tall dude. I'd be afraid of that too. (laughs) And I remember. This is all high.
2: This is all high on ketamine.
1: Yeah. And I remember kind of like. Oh. Figures talking about my arm or something. But I was like pretty disconnected from my body.
2: That's what ketamine does.
1: And then I was like. Just like floating in this void. And like some mix by. uh, Diesel boy. Drum and bass was going on in my head. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i was just kind of flowing out there and then
1: it's kind of started wearing off and i was like looking through the matrix like the lines and i could see like figures and then like it i like could start feeling my fingers again and i'm like oh my gosh i still have a body i'm not just floating out here so i'll go back to my body and then <laughs> i woke up and i'm like is it in is it in and I'm like no stay still it's not in yet like ah oh. And they had to call in this uh, orthopedic surgeon, and they put me out proper. Oh, they said that um, I was too muscular to put my shoulder in, or something. Mm-hmm. So they're struggling with that.
2: Well, that makes but, that makes sense, right? Like if they're messing with the tendons and stuff, and there's more than they're supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess somebody was sitting on my chest, and the other guy was working my shoulder, trying to pop it in. So Jeez. they're giving it the business. So then they called an the orthopedic surgeon me out proper and he got in. Um and he like walked out all cocky like look at me I did it. And he ended up being my the guy that fixed my shoulder in surgery. But I look up from that I'm like, is it in? And I'm like don't move. It's in. It's fine. Just don't move. And so so <laughs> don't move. I want to um, test it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good. So yeah, they got in, it didn't hurt at all once it was in. Um and then I had surgery a week later and that's when everything was that was that was not fun breaking up from that um the first thing i remember from surgery is like my armpit burned i'm like why does my armpit burn and then I'm like wait this feels like razor burn Did they shave my armpit too
3: well yeah like
1: shave your chest and your arm and that was well, i imagine and then i guess they shaved my armpit in surgery and razor burned it and then uh and then the drugs start wearing off and that's where it all kind of gets crappy um and a week after that i entered uh, physical therapy and that's where I found out that they also uh, relocated the tendon out of my shoulder for my bicep to like prevent future um, arthritis, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I got out of surgery. I'm like, why is my bicep all floppy? Like no one had mentioned that previously. I don't think so, but yeah, that's, that's kind of my shoulder story and it working towards it. Um, it was like April that, that, End of April, it happened, and then mid-May, had the surgery, and then working through physical therapy, like, beginning of July, I couldn't lift my arm, like, more than about parallel, and then finally, like, in July, I could get it above parallel, so it was very weird, that switchover point, and then just kind of taking it easy and not trying to
0: overwork it,
3: so, yeah. That makes sense.
0: So as the, uh, home gym guy, I got to ask, have you like, are you, so are you able to train at all right now then? Like, can you like, oh, yeah. can you even like get into like a, a, like, can you get into a squat position and get your <laughs> arms back far enough and all that? And like do a regular um, bench
1: squat? No, I have a SSP for that. Yeah. I was going to um, ask it's, it's pretty close to getting back there for the squat. I just got to work on that some more, uh, bench. So I started training again. That was 2021 uh january i started benching lightly with uh, like a swiss bar mm-hmm. um and kind of worked out from there and then i just hit a 260 bench it felt real good nice. um last, or this spring for the garage gym competition
0: but but you have invested basically that was what I was re- really trying to pull out of it that you've been invested in buying oh. a couple specialty bars cuz like that's that's uh, as I always yeah. I, I ever anytime someone's over and you're like why do you have so many of these specialty bars but, like, I pretty <laughs> much every specialty bar that I have like has a story of like with about an injury like like my 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 back hurt or my elbow hurt so I bought an SSB you know same thing with yeah. buffalo so, like first time oh. I bought a a Swiss bar I was dealing with like really bad uh you know t- tennis elbow and shit so like every little every random bar i have it's been a way to like work around injuries so i don't have to stop training so i figured you would have probably added two or three bars to your collection you know to work around all
1: your injuries yep actually bought a uh, belt squat uh nice like may of that year (laughs) excuse me and then later on just uh titan had a sale on their ssb so i bought one of those the uh, it's a bells of steel um arch nemesis bar i had it i bought on a whim. Because it was new and cool, I'm like, hey, look at this! But I never really use it until my injury. Now it's primarily what I use for bench.
0: Nice. Yeah, it looks like it's a pretty close knockoff of the uh, Cadillac bar. I've heard a lot of yeah. a lot of my friends have it, and for the the $200 versus the $600, it's kind of a no brainer.
2: Uh, speaking of um, insane equipment, did any of you guys get the Alico... Sixteen pound mug. I was gonna mention that. No. <laughs> I
1: saw it. I saw you know, it. now.
2: I got the ad and I was just like, "Huh, I should get that." And then I saw the price and was like, "Yeah, I'm not getting that." Like I just spent two hundred dollars on my kids back to school. It's ninety two dollars. It looks great. It does. It looks great. Like I don't know why they're they only did the limited run. They could sell a lot more of those.
1: Yeah, big blue. Cause the Discord uh, was able to get one of those. <laughs>
2: I thought about it. I was my finger was on the button. I'm being honest. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, do you have to hook grip with that, or oh, I don't is that encouraged. <laughs> it
2: does have some
0: good knurling, but it would probably you know tear you up.
2: I don't hook grip, and then yeah, like it would too. Like, what do you do? You do that? What's that weird grip that people do on squat? Like the the three finger grip. The
0: oh yeah, the claw or something, right? Or uh, uh, talon, I think it's called.
2: Talon grip, yeah, I'm not doing that.
0: Maybe. I think it sounds right, Talon. So Big Ryan, I hear you you and I are kind of a kindred spirit as far as uh our well just <laughs> your tell us about your music collection, uh and how it is uh still a physical music collection.
2: I yeah, I've got a two hundred book C D right now, I'll get that. <laughs> 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 oh, nice and that's all I think that's all three of us like I've got every single gotcha. ever since I was 16.
1: nice okay yeah so I still yeah. like buying physical media uh mostly CDs just because it's something to have in the hold and um it's not out there in the cloud somewhere so someone can't just like yank it off and then I'm gonna go listen to this album oh it's not available anymore so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I typically just have it to rip it and then I don't use that CD again or I guess i'll listen to it in the gym
2: so not, a, not a big VHS guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, my dad still has his 200 CD changer in the living room, but nice. because of my kids constantly trying to destroy it, we had to like unplug it and hide it and everything, but he still got it. And I, I could feel it. And so could he, he still got all his too. And I, I stopped buying physical media a while ago. It, it's the thing called space saving or space taking technology. Um, I prefer space-saving technology, so I have everything on some cloud somewhere. Um, but up until maybe maybe 10 years ago, I bought everything physically. Not on vinyl, though. Vinyl's insane.
0: <laughs> so, Big Ryan, do you have a, uh, a favorite PR song that you just
1: have to use each time you're going for something big? Um, my friend and I kind of had this joke about... Uh... Necrogoblin con, The Magic Spider. It's kind of a little musical song. It's kind of a fun song to PR to. Nice. Just
2: <laughs> Necrogoblin is, um, no, I'm not thinking of Necro. I'm thinking of somebody else. They have a Jagermeister song. Okay. All right. Well, I've got a game, quick game before overrated, underrated. Let's have it. Uh, but it is, I'm going to tell you guys, it is going to replace the silly question of the week. Um, if I'm being honest, the the pressure of the silly question starting to get to me. So I won't be doing a lot of the, the utter silliness of them until I feel like it. So that segment for now is dead. Um, but Ryan, whenever you're ready, I have recently, maybe not so recently, but pretty recently read uh, the history of metal by Ian Christie. Okay. You know, the book, No. (laughs) Okay, so Ian Christie hosts um, a show on liquid metal on Sirius. He's written multiple books about um, just metal in general. So I wanted to ask you your opinion on some of these, because I know that you listen to um, a little more obscure metal than I do. I listen to canonical metal, but people to sell me. So I have a one, two, three, four, five, and then a bonus question. And I want you to use your druthers and try and give me a little breakdown on why these bands are important to the history of heavy metal. Oh.
3: Okay. So the
2: first band
3: is Slayer.
1: <clears throat> Slayer, I think. First of all, I think they're kind of overrated
2: because it's. i don't disagree
1: it's it's they have some good songs but overall it's kind of not a lot of cohesiveness in their songs i think a lot of just screaming but a lot of people well yeah it's all screaming but (laughs) obviously
3: (laughs) Um, a lot of people
1: just Really lashed onto that sound and were like, hey, this is really extreme. I like this. I want to be that extreme guy listening to the stuff. And I think that kind of helped make them famous and but and propel other bands into the spotlight too. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yeah. Okay. Uh, next
2: band, Metallica.
1: Was this an overrated, underrated, or
2: nope? This is okay, why just... are they important to metal? Or your feelings on them?
1: Um, yeah, I like them on the whole. You know, <laughs> I haven't listened to much of the newer stuff, but um, they were definitely one of the, I guess, really pioneers. I was kind of pretty approachable in their music and kind of spoke to that, that generation, um, making me think real hard here.
2: That was the goal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, the reason I brought those two up the way I did so, is, it, from what I understand, uh, is Metallica did kind of break the mainstream.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, by, by doing it, um, kind of faster and better than anybody before them, and then Slayer did it faster than Metallica. And More faster. Yeah, like, I wouldn't say better because I do love no. Slayer, but speed doesn't always equal good, right? True. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what Mayhem did for you or music in general.
1: I was never really into Mayhem, but um, so they kind of kicked off the black metal thing. Uh, a lot of the the like, I think it goes back to like the the glam metal time. It was like the glam metal and the power metal stuff. And then people were like, oh, metal is kind of silly. And then. Me if I'm wrong, but mayhem came along and they were very dead serious in what they did.
3: And well, they their tried sound to be.
1: was, yeah, they tried to be, um, in the whole you know, one of their members commit suicide and that whole thing. And,
2: and then the other one showed up, the other one showed up, found the body, and took pictures, yeah. Jesus. And, and then they he used that picture as their next album cover,
1: correct. And took part of the skull apparently, and sent it to people. And yeah, you
2: know, <laughs> I think that was was that Erasmus.
1: Yeah, that all sounds illegal as fuck. Yeah, you know.
2: it was. It was Norway at the time. Everything was great. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, black metal. Um, it's not real black metal unless it sounds like it was played <laughs> on trash cans in a basement, right? Like they they get really weird about their their yes. house but also like when you look at black metal from the outside with the corpse paint and the
3: yeah
2: and the the dancing in the woods and stuff like that like they're taking themselves seriously but from out here
3: yeah it's I, I don't think I can
2: <laughs> all right and then that led into i think something i brought up last week which was cradle of filth so um, cradle of filth is technically a, an off branch of black metal yeah which is just glam black metal <laughs>
1: Yeah, I found out about Cradle of Filth when I went to Germany in 1997 or 8. No, it's 8. Mm. So, yeah.
2: Cradle of Filth is like, what if a pterodactyl sang heavy metal? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: That would uh, be Murph's worst fucking nightmare, huh? Uh, a flying dinosaur? A little <laughs>
2: flying dinosaur?
0: <laughs> no, no amount of LARPing would help her re- mentally recover from seeing that fucker.
2: I've got three more questions for you.
3: How important to metal was Pantera?
1: Pantera, yeah, I think they are pretty important. Um, <clears throat> kind of like Metallica and Slayer before them, they were, had a very kind of hardcore but approachable song, sound that people liked and kind of new and different at the time. It um, actually started out like a glam metal band. No, oh, yeah,
2: so I've seen the that, pictures. So,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just not good at characterizing people like this or bands. But well, um, that's all right. I don't, yeah. I don't,
2: I don't think we'd have Lamb of God without Pantera, right? I
1: think that's, Yeah, that's true. If you if look at that like, progression. That yeah, that groove metal sound and
3: yeah.
2: yeah. Um. Interestingly, my love of Jager, which will come up again later, comes from uh, Vinnie Paul, from Pantera, the okay. drummer. Um, because when he joined hell, yeah, which was another weird groove metal yep. Southern offshoot, they did a video, like they'd released a DVD of their tour. Uh, and also for those, those of you that don't know, Vinnie Paul also owned a strip club. So yeah. he went into a liquor store and he was just like, I'm going to buy a hundred dollars worth of Jagger today. And then he filled <laughs> his cart and then he was walking around and then he goes, nah, fuck it. I'm going to buy $200 worth of Jagger. And he fills it with more Jager, and then he walks around and he goes, nope, that's it. We're going to go to $500 worth of Jaeger. So he just has all this Jager in his cart. And at the time, I was just a beer drinker and just doing like, like whatever shots people made. And I was like, well, now I want to try Jaeger. Fast forward to Rockstar. Was it Rockstar that did like the tour with all the bands? Uh, hell yeah, was the Uh, headliner on the second stage. And I want to say Avenged Sevenfold and Stone Sour were on the main stage. Um, And there was no way in hell I was sitting through Avenged Sevenfold. So (laughs) I found my way to the Jagger tent. Okay. And I sat in the Jagger tent for two sets. Just hanging out with the Jagger girls, just occasional Jagger talking, blah, blah, blah. And fucking Vinnie Paul walks in. Nice. So I got to do a shot. With Vinnie Paul after he was the person that introduced me to you. it's a whole, <laughs> a whole big thing there. Um, but all right. Now here's a band that I'm wondering if you ever even heard of. Electric Callboy. Oh yeah. All right. What do you think about what they're doing right now? And do did, did you know about them before the album Neon?
1: Um Probably not, no.
2: Okay, so tell us about what you're doing. Like, tell us what you think they're doing right now. And just then I'll give you kind of some insight into why you should (laughs) not, do not look up their old stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So they kind of have like a, what do you call it, like a poppy rock sound, but also like heavy screaming metal. And kind of like a fun, very fun attitude about it um very fun kind of party songs um i think it's attracting a certain kind of crowd that might be like off foot by like this the more serious bands of metal kind of drawing them in
2: i think if you're in the discord crew and you're at all a fan of metal you should be checking out the silly ghost times of electric cowboy they have uh, a song called Pump It that's about working out, but it is, I guess, what you would call like a mix of Ramstein.
3: Yeah.
2: As well as like way heavier. They have a song called Hurricane, which is the first half of the song is a weird pop song. And this is the song that I found out about them from. And when you first hear it, you'd think this was like just the poppiest trash German <laughs> techno you've ever heard. And then the last part of the song is the most brutal deathcore breakdown, complete with pig squeals and everything. <laughs> and you're just like, what did I just listen to? And then you go deep into them. And yeah, if you get a chance to hear Electric Cowboy mm-hmm. and you're, you know, you're into Silly Goose Heavy Metal, you're not going to waste your time.
1: I have to check out there are more. There are other songs.
2: No, do not <laughs> go into the past... Yep. <laughs> Don't go listen to the previous episodes. Their previous stuff. Is it, like it seems to
0: be a general, this uh, <laughs> seems to be a general theme with you, Joey. <laughs> you <fucker. laughs> yeah.
2: They're pre- They're all their old stuff is really bad. Glim, Like it's, it's like they were trying to be motionless and white, but didn't have the talent. It was pretty bad. It wasn't until they realized they were silly gooses. All right. Uh, I did have one more, but I'll save that for overrated, underrated. Uh, you did tell me to hit you with some metal questions.
1: <laughs> Hit a little hard. But that's
2: yeah, what I that that's good. what we do here. Good We're questions. the hard hitting version of the podcast <laughs> in the in the MCU. <laughs> Masonomics crew universe.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Callback. Parking. <laughs> yep yeah, yeah. I was I was I was Parking. reading uh, I was reading something right when you said it. I was like, oh I missed it. But uh <laughs> I think before we get into over it, I got one more I want to ask you, buddy. Um why the hell are you so rude in Discord, and why are you keep running off everyone and making these chargebacks be a thing? Like, what is up with that?
1: Why are you scaring everybody? Gotta keep our crew tight, you know, gotta, gotta vet the new people, make sure they're tough enough to handle the crew. We're a very serious bunch of rough-and-tumble people.
2: If there's anything we are, we are all gatekeepers, and we definitely don't <laughs> want anybody involved Especially in the this. Especially gatekeeping, yes. <laughs> Um, I guess as a follow up, I know what you're talking about, Keith. I did go back and read all the messages after our podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was I was looking at it and just going like, "Yeah, that dude. He asked only about one or two things. It wasn't. He asked about the the d- discount code multiple times, mm-hmm. despite getting answered multiple times. And then he asked some like random like questions about form." I guess, or a supplement. I think it was something like yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then just bailed. And like <laughs> threw us all under the bus. And well, then
1: most mostly Ryan. Yeah. 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 So so people wondering, he asked about if you should buy a headband or a hat. And of course the standard answer is no hats. hats. Yeah. Don't don't buy a hat. And that's what my response was. And the hat bot backed me up on that. So yeah, that's my extent of interactions with them. So it was
2: and then oh my so okay completely separate story Um, based on that an, some other crew joined and I just simply made the joke great another crew closer to chargebacks <laughs> <laughs> which is a harken back to another day closer to Mondays
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: fucking hilarious sure. if you've been around for a while not yeah. so funny if you're brand new to the discord and I that yeah, guy I could... that guy messaged me oh wow i was like what does that mean and i was like oh no <laughs> i had that panic i was like I'm, this isn't about you man and i like give him a backstory on like all the jokes that led up to that one little line and then i was just like so if that guy bails that one's on me
1: i guess <laughs> <laughs> Good job, you, jerk.
0: you really a- do have to start paying attention in there like there's so many new faces and like a lot of them are like pretty actively talking too and i'm just like and but it does go back to the i think kevin recently changed his avatar on there well that or there is another new kevin with like a different handle because like it was like is is that is that our kevin or is that a new kevin because i can't tell and i think there's another paul now like Paul number yeah. two i was just talking to him about hanging up uh how to cause yeah i think paul two. uh yeah. so someone dm me asking me how to attach the weight storage to a concrete wall and I had a little whole conversation with them. So it's weird, like just it's weird talking to to, to 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 new crew. Cause I feel like most interactions we have with people that like you've been like a voyeur and have seen for years. And then like now like most of us know everybody. But then when like when you like have the whole new conversation with someone you haven't talked to before and like you have no reference who they are on Instagram or if your friends yeah. on Instagram it's just like it it it's like it almost feels alien in there. So that's that that's my biggest fear is if that if that, if that, like, what's the magic number where that discord becomes like, to where we're not relevant anymore because there's so many people and like shit just goes, like, everything gets missed and only like half of what you say ever gets seen by more than a couple people. Because there's just so many people in there. I don't know.
2: But, I'm 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 not worried about that. Like I'm not John Cena here with the golden shovel. I'm not going to start. <laughs> I'm not going to start burying people so that I look better. But, um. I think that I do have to be a little careful in making sure that when I make jokes, I don't have an assumed familiarity with strangers and that they are like, like, all right, like that's, it sounds like you're kidding, but now I'm uncomfortable. I don't Mm -hmm. want to do that. Um, That's also part of my job too, is I get messages all the time from people that aren't even on my team, but it's just because they need help with something. But because I am active in like group chats and everything like that. They're like, well, this guy knows things. So they'll message you and you're just like, I don't want to, it's not my job to help you. It's your manager's job to help you. But am I going to let you suffer because of that? No. So I do feel like that's kind of going to be our role. We're going to end up
3: being,
2: we're going to end up being the elders. And even if we disappear, we'll still always be there. Right. So
0: I just feel like as as a new crew, it's almost like just watch for like a week. Like I wouldn't even like I wouldn't say shit in there for at least seven days and I'd get on there and I'd spend at least 10, 15 minutes trying to read everything in every channel. It's the only way you'd be able to get any kind of like feel for the dynamic because there's people that there's regulars that only post once a week. But like they've been crew for three years and there's like still like one of like the, the upper, you know, the you know like, like they're a very known commodity but they might not say much very often so you just kind of you got to got to watch the whole the whole damn page for at least a week or two before you can even get a gist of what's going on i feel
2: yeah and let people do themselves uh, That's it's true. a it's a it's a safe space we don't talk about anything serious we're not here attacking your your right to exist by any means or in any way and if we say something that you just kind of like feel is just just ask like if you're if you're new to the crew and you're listening to this just ask man there isn't a single scary person of those 350 people and worst case Ontario ask Tanner what did Joey mean when he sent this what did what does this joke mean like if he's the safest guy you can ask just don't fucking turn white tail and run like don't <laughs> right like I think if anybody's got you, it's the discord crew of massonomics.
0: Just don't ask Brian. That's like the one guy I'd probably steer clear of, you know, this. Yeah. He'll say, don't
2: buy our hats. And then you'll go.
0: No hats. (laughs) The bastard. All right.
2: All right. Do you want to play underrated, 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 overrated? Do you want to? Sure. What's that? You want to do something? (laughs) It's this game. We like to play with everybody uh, that we learned um, from some guys in the schoolyard. Um essentially we're going to ask you some hand picked questions for you and uh, you essentially have to tell us if you think they are overrated or underrated. Uh you of course have your druthers to decide on that answer. But ultimately you got to pick a side. There's no riding the line. You can choose if they're overrated to the world or underrated to you. Keith, as usual, why don't you take yeah. the first
3: 3?
0: Let me let's see what do we got here. So, Big Ryan don't ride the line, buddy. What is your opinion? Overrated, underrated? Boating.
1: <laughs> uh like the old adage, it's better to know somebody with a boat and than to own your own boat. <laughs>
2: um I say the same thing about dogs. <laughs> I'm glad my neighbor has one.
1: <laughs> so my so you go to my mother-in-law's cabin in Minnesota for over the 4th of July, usually. And she has a pontoon boat and a speedboat. Um, and the past two years have not been good for me in the speedboat. Um Last year, the water pump went out with me in the middle of the lake. I was just kind of cruising around a little bit, slow speed. And I'm like, it smells kind of hot. What's going on? Look at the temperature gauge. That's pegging. And I'm like, uh, okay, what do I do now? So I shut it off and had to get towed back to the dock. and. Definitely get parts next day and fix it, but just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And then this year, um, we got there Saturday, took the boat out. It's fine. Took the boat out Sunday morning. It's fine. I went to go take the boat out Sunday afternoon, start the boat up, uh, put it in reverse to get it off the lift. Nothing. Like, okay. Put it forward. Nothing. Like, is it not going in the gear? What's going on here? Screw with the transmission a little bit, uh, pull the motor out of the water, and the prop is gone. Like, what? It's, gone. <laughs> it's just gone. So, yeah, I jump in the water, uh, found the prop. Um, apparently, the cotter pin had worked itself out or something. So that let the <clears throat> nut unscrew itself, and everything kind of fell off. Luckily, it was at the dock and not like in the middle of the lake somewhere, because then we've had to buy a whole prop and all that too but it was just kind of interesting experience i guess (laughs) so very uh overrated i think
0: (laughs) yeah i got a really good uh kick out of the whole uh i think i think there were a few of us had some good fun making some memes about you and the uh the prop and the missing nut and just voting in general this summer (laughs) so that was uh that that, that was why that was especially picked for you this week so my second one for you this week will be: How do you feel? Overrated, or underrated? Push button
1: vehicle starts. <laughs> is that from Big Jen? Yes, it is. <laughs> so yeah, I was I was a designated driver after the zoo. Um, and we get to her car. I'm like, can I have your keys? We're like, oh, you don't need the keys. It's push button start. I'm like, okay. So we get in the car and I go start it and it's like nothing i'm like i i have had i've owned two push button start cars i don't know how to do this so i'm like pushing the brake and push the thing and nothing and i'm like what's going on here so i just finally just jam my foot in the, on the brake and push the button again and it starts up so
2: i vaguely remember i don't know I yeah. vaguely remember mm-hmm. that
1: like we're all going just to do it just like push <laughs> the button
0: <laughs> <laughs> how did you draw the short scroll to be dd that weekend
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm just not a big drinker, general anymore. So just kind of like, yeah, I'll let you guys have fun, and Chevy goes home. So,
0: well, there you go. I'm sure. I'm sure several people appreciated that because that was definitely. I feel like it was a concern for a lot of people. It's like, how do I uh, not get a DUI this weekend and ruin my fucking life? So (laughs) that was a very good, very commendable of you.
2: I distinctly remember just saying, "I'll figure it out, man." Like, Aberdeen's not that big. I can walk from the <laughs> zoo to the hotel and it's like, it's an hour. And I was like, buddy, I've walked longer than that. Like, I was so unconcerned about how I was getting around. It was really funny that, yeah, there were some people that were really concerned. And then it was, you know, at some point, Ryan, I think I was on his, I think you had one drink and then you were on your half a drink after that in three yeah. hours. Everybody was like, he's our driver and he's having one. And I was like, (laughs) like relax. That was pretty funny too. We're just like, um, um, but yeah, everybody's like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We all flooded out after me and Jen did our second round, I think of Midwest goodbyes. (laughs) And he took us back to the hotel and yeah, that was a fun time.
1: Everybody got their one piece. And yeah. Good night.
2: Zero issues.
1: Well, except starting the car.
2: (laughs) That was an issue thrice. The fourth time got it.
0: Fourth fourth, fourth time's a charm. Uh, All right. Well, my third and final for you this week, Big Ryan, is going to be peas. What do you feel about
1: peas? Hate them. I hate peas. How do you hate peas? They're gross. You just, I just, the mouthfeel is pop in your mouth and just the general taste of them is gross
2: mouthfeel I was waiting for the phrase mouthfeel to show up on this fucking podcast
1: (laughs) I've never heard that's that's
2: like a
0: is it is it a feel you feel in your mouth
2: it's no it's a foodie said it's a foodie phrase I think the first time I heard it, I was listening to some fucking hipster talk about some drink or something and then they were like they were like "Mm, this has really good mouthfeels and I made a face and I think my wife was like you've never heard that I'm like no and i hate it i hate the word mouthful. <laughs> i do
0: i do get what he's saying though like a pea can be like you you bite into it and then it almost comes two things it's like the, yeah, it's the great the, the mushy yeah. inside and then you have the skin you got to chew on the other side of your mouth
2: yeah, it's like a sunflower of, like, seed it's it's energy you work for yeah,
1: but mm-hmm. if it's in something like fred rice i'll eat it i don't care that much but if it's like just a bunch of peas it, no
2: no. Oh no. Totally. Oh Okay. I'm there too. I love peas, but I use my mashed potatoes to eat them. <laughs> right. Like you've got a, you've, you need a conduit to get them onto your fork. You can't just eat peas. Um, although there is a Portuguese, maybe this might help you out. There's a Portuguese uh, recipe for peas that involves like peas and mint. They're called like mighty peas or, or macho peas or something like that. Um, they're, fan- they're the only ways I've ever eaten peas raw. It's just like minty no, peas. No. No, it's happening. <laughs> oh, so, guess where we're going next time you're up here?
0: <laughs> so, everyone, uh, you know, male, big Ryan, frozen peas, you know, this could this coming weekend, uh, and they'll
2: then they'll be frozen when you get there, yeah. But
1: they're, mm-hmm. they're good for injuries, you know,
2: yeah, they're good for injuries. Well, so yeah, we're gonna ask anybody <laughs> that question.
1: That actually is really good. <laughs> good.
0: I didn't even, I'm, I'm, I actually missed that when you said it. So, uh, <laughs>
2: All right, I guess my turn. Uh, I've got a few to choose from, and some of them i might even just add. Um, overrated or underrated Canadian cigars. And this is because I just want some feedback on those cigars we bought together.
1: Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, Canada has this big anti-smoking thing. If they put smoke is bad for you in the package and people won't smoke and... I think that the colorful cigar bands will entice you to smoke them. So they, they cover them with a wrapper. Yeah. It's just plain brown.
2: Yeah. We have unmarked cigars. Yep. Plain green just has their name on it. Um, but I meant like the ones that you and I bought. How did you. Oh. Because you had never okay. tried those before. And I was just like, let's yeah. go. Let's. And I think you ended up grabbing <laughs> a couple extra.
1: Yeah. I, I got one or two of those. Those are pretty good. Uh, house tour. Herb, yeah. So. And some nice spice to them. They're uh, underrated. Underrated? i would definitely buy those again.
2: And also, we can get Cubans up here. Overrated. A lot easier than you can. <laughs> oh, actually, that was on here at first, and I changed it. Um, yeah, interestingly, the the I think my first time in the United States, I went to San Francisco, and I was staying at the Fairmont. And I had brought cigars. Of course, I'm fine. That Whatever, I checked yeah. the bag. It didn't matter. They don't care, right? Because they're cigar, Canadian cigars. and But there's a cigar shop in the Fairmont in San Francisco. And I go in and the guy goes, oh, hey, like, you know, we're one of the oldest cigar shops in San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. And he says, um, we have this deal that if you buy one of my pre-embargoed Cuban cigars, you'll get a, a sifter of brandy. And then you can smoke it in our cigar room. And I went, okay, I'm kind of interested because I felt like having a cigar. And they had cigars and their Cuban cigars pre-embargoes were $500 or more. And I looked at the guy and I said, I'm Canadian. That's a $25 cigar in Canada. And then he was like, well, you know, we can't do that here. And I was like, no, no, I understand. but like." Think your sales pitch didn't work. <laughs> like I don't mean to be rude, but I, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I can I pay you a cutting fee and smoke the ones I brought? And then he was like, no, no, you can't do that. So I just left. But like, Ooh. like, yeah, Canadian cigars are I don't smoke Cubans generally, but yeah, we're not to go through that crap. All right. I got two more.
3: Yep. Overrated or underrated gravel.
2: Not pea gravel, gravel on the road.
1: Gravel on the road, just in reference to something or probably oh, my car mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
2: overrated. See, I thought you got shot at. What that? I thought you got shot at. That's the message I sent you. was that a bullet hole?
1: Oh, yeah, I got like a rock chip on my bumper on my car um which goes along with a big scrape i got somewhere i'm not sure where that came from but <laughs> definitely kind of overrated
2: all right and last but not least overrated or underrated
1: new metal new metal um i don't really mind it that much there's i'm very bad with genres in general but
3: like Um
1: there's a lot of bands that like their new metal like uh, Mud Bane. weren't they like new metal mm-hmm. back then and I like their stuff and I think it's yeah let's say underrated just to be right. the guy.
2: <laughs> I think it's unfairly shit on
1: Unfair- yeah there we go
2: Um, and how do you feel about Deathcore
1: I like it I'm not like framing oh, yeah. on that so yeah I hate it so
2: much I agree with him like 90% of the time. <laughs> like, I, I hate the Misfits and I hate the Beatles. Sorry to anybody listening. They all suck. The Eagles suck. Get over it. But <laughs> then he's like, I hate deathcore, And I'm just like, Nope. Gonna disagree. Yeah, but like, it, it has its space and time.
1: There's a lot of great bands out there. So,
2: and sorry, so do those other bands. Like they have their place in time.
1: Yeah.
2: But like, the Beatles I like
1: a- the Eagles, man.
0: I, 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 I do the, the Beatles are the most operated band of all time, but I like the Eagles.
2: The Beatles are a boy band, and I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna put it into the world in recording. The Beatles are a boy band. And if you were if they were recording today, you would hate them and compare mm-hmm. them to the Backstreet Boys because they were marketed towards young women. And that's what they were back then. They were throwing their panties on the stage. They were a boy band who then years later, a bunch of like rock guys were like, oh, wait, this is actually good. We're just going to take this from young women and then just say they were a great rock band. But now they were the Backstreet Boys of their time. And the Eagles suck, too. Sorry. No, the Eagles suck
0: there's two or three eagle songs I really enjoy but a lot of it's just nostalgia like
2: that doesn't make them a good band
0: no well yeah and that's what I wanted to get the caveat of like I couldn't like I don't know I have no clue how many albums they've had but I could like three yeah. songs I'll' will be in my play my in you know infinity playlist uh brief while we're touching on music and like you know throwing panties on stage and whatnot have either of <laughs> you guys watched the uh the the Elvis movie that came out last year it
2: was amazing
0: it no. was very good it was it, it was like surprisingly really 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 good so go ahead and do yourself a favor and watch that big Ryan.
2: not anywhere near as good as walk hard the dewey cox story <laughs> walk hard is the greatest music biopic of our time all right well i think you passed overrated underrated i was gonna ask how you feel about Jagger, because i don't know if you noticed uh, they commented on our on our on our photo there yes yeah i heard that yeah they're uh I don't know if I should be proud of it or not, but I am like on a first name basis with their social media team. <laughs> so I'm trying to get, I'm, I'll am i put this in the universe. I'm trying to get a Jagger lifting team thing going. I'm down with that. I, desper- I desperately want it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they're even allowed to do it in Canada because there's really strict rules on what okay. you know, controlled substances can do. Right. Like cigarettes can't advertise. Uh, yeah, Like booze, I don't think can advertise anymore in certain huh. um, industries. So maybe I'll just make one my own Jagger lifting club shirt and try not to get sued, but I'm pushing for it. One day we will get Jagger fitness.
0: Can they sponsor podcasts that are kind of, uh, you know, have dual citizenships? <laughs> though? You know, we are, we you know, we're, we have, we have one, you know, sponsor right now. We're always looking for, an, uh, you know, anyone else who wants to contribute so we can uh, up our uh, Google cloud storage. so We don't have to d- delete all our episodes every couple of weeks.
2: They they reply to me. They respond to me, except for when I mention the Jagger lifting club.
3: <laughs>
2: it's like they are just like, we can't we're not allowed to talk about that. So. It'll happen one day. It'll be like the the Miss the Little Debbie's one,
3: but for metal headlifters.
2: All right, you passed overrated, underrated. Um, Very nice. I think it's your turn. What do you want to know about us? You don't already know. Oh, he's checking the spreadsheets, fucking spreadsheets. Yeah. I think he's playing with this.
0: Now, are you are you playing with your uh, your your calculator that uh Big Tyler was talking about the other day? He had a nice rant about. Uh did you guys see that?
2: No. What, 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 what's,
0: what's, what's, the, what's the really expensive uh calculator, the graphing calculator that you have to buy in high school or
1: like middle school or whatever? The western is it, uh the TI Texas instruments,
0: yes. So he 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 shared like two or three like stories about how like it's a, it's a big scam because it's like a hundred dollar calculator that like you literally could use your phone and do a better job with and how it's just a racket
3: mm-hmm. because he
0: like did, there was it was basically like there's they're they're forcing families to spend millions of dollars you know across the world annually
2: big calculator man big calculator coming after you
0: yeah label like, like an out-of-date product so i just i got i got a kick out of that when i read it and i was like oh yeah i remember
1: having to buy that calculator and like using it like twice my calculator kind of destroyed my math skills so <laughs> that's all in the calculator uh this one's for keith um have you explained what the 73 is in your name before
0: uh I'm not sure if I have, but I uh, will. It is. So it's twofold. Uh My high school football number from sophomore to senior year was 73. Um, And then it was also the road that I lived on, ironically. So it always is kind of that number will it eternally live in my heart because, you know, some of the happiest times of my life was, you know, playing football in high school. And, you know, that's where I lived for, you know, my whole adolescence was on Route 73. So that number will you know, I was not born in 1973, like you know, like some of some of the other uh, crew might have been, but uh, no, it was just, it's it's just my fo- my my football number.
2: That would be a safe assumption if you saw the 73 in anybody's name. You, that would be yeah. a safe assumption.
0: I would be. That would make me like. But then
2: if they knew anything about you, they would know it's not.
0: That would make you what fifty?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be
0: no. You'd be over sixty. No. What? Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah, fifty, seventy. Damn. Yeah,
3: Seventy
2: three to two thousand three would be thirty, yeah, over fifty. So closer to sixty because we're in two thousand
3: three. So, yeah, be older.
2: About, no, you're about fifty. I'm an I'm a mathlete, not a mathlete.
0: well yeah, it's...
3: nope,
2: not that one. Did not land. Great <laughs> athlete, not a mathlete. <laughs> Dicks.
1: I got to pee, man. that's
2: all I can
1: think about. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me. How about a silly question? okay if you were a fruit what kind of fruit would you be the kind that you eat not you know mm-hmm. other things
2: that's what i assumed you meant
1: um so i was kind of thinking it might be like a durian because it's kind of smelly and people aren't like too sure about it but the the people that like it like it so i don't
0: know what he just said
1: <laughs> a durian oh durian What the fuck is that it's an it's Asian fruit. A, it's
2: a durian. Come on, Keith. It sounds yeah, like a Game of Thrones
1: think. character. It does, it dude,
2: does not it? You're just ruining my whole bit. I smell and I know things.
1: <laughs> um, it's a famously smelly fruit that some people really like, and other people are like, no, it's gross. And anyway, gotcha.
2: um, I would be a dragon fruit um, because I have a lot of flair and I look really pretty, but actually don't taste like anything and I'm really bland. Okay. My jokes aren't landing. These are the jokes. <laughs> these are the jokes, guys. How do you know
0: what
1: you taste like? Be
2: a be a bee banana, be <laughs> banana, because I like dicks. Like, what do you want from me?
1: Well, I, J- <laughs> so, in response to a joke, I can say I-J-B-O-L. I, no, not be confused, looks. That's the new uh, slang that kids are using these days. So we have to. Oh appropriate no it so they hate it so they don't use oh, it God.
2: i'll make it ironic it's, because we're. it's
1: i just burst out laughing i don't know if it's a real thing or if no that's
2: not a, that just can't the be memes real are
1: thing. the memes are saying oh, real. so <laughs> I, fucking, I hate new fucking age slang it's so annoying so anyway what kind of fruit would you
0: be Keith? I think the obvious choice has got to be, an, well, I would say an orange, but according to Joey, oranges aren't fruits. So I don't, I, 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 I do not whoa, 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 I never said that. <laughs> uh, no, 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 it's got to be, what, what was the, what
2: they're, they're not berries. Be. Certain things aren't oh, berries. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah, make them right. not fruit because anything that technically grows off of a vine or a plant is a fruit.
0: I got that mixed up. So yeah, those are fruits. I don't know. I think I just I have to, Without, yeah, hold I'd, you give me like a week to think about it. I'd probably come up with something in, in, in intellectual and like relevant and witty, but I guess you got to go with an orange yeah, in general.
2: There's no so weeks orange. in the jungle. No, no. <laughs> the orange glaze went with an orange.
0: That's what I expected. But you're right.
1: It was berries, not oranges that, that threw me off. Um. So, hair, overrated or underrated? Overrated. <laughs> overrated. <laughs>
0: well so so head hair overrated i do like facial hair to an extent but i would be okay with being uh what is what's what's the what are the completely bald people i can't think of the 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 medical Bald alopecia yeah like like that no no alopecia like you literally don't have eyebrows or anything like like take so so like no 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 hair or just like a freaking overly hairy like i don't know what would be worse I guess overly <laughs> hair, or I guess you could always shave, but damn, like alopecia. I, I, I vaguely remember, I went to high school with a kid that had alopecia, and I did feel bad for him. Because a lot of people like, were just, this was fucking, you know, people were assholes when we were kids. So, uh, I guess, but hair in general, yeah, overrated.
2: I once, I once joked that if I had my friend's hairline, I could take over the world. <laughs> uh, but, you know, since I don't have it anymore, it's overrated.
0: What what about you, Ryan? You're you're one of the few guys that like. So clearly, you're you know you have a receding hairline that I think goes all the way back to your ass crack. But
2: damn, I know, eh? Coming out with the attacks,
1: you can tell he's got
2: to be.
0: You're still rocking the the, the 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 side hit here. You don't
1: you don't well, you're appropriating our ball culture, so you can't talk. I know, I oh, do. I, I
0: I I have the <laughs> thickest damn my I like I like keeping my hair head, head hair short. Uh, so, I, my hair is just my hair just keeps getting thicker and longer as I age. It's very annoying.
2: Me, 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 me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but I will I'll flip that on you though. It's like is it do you ever take it all do you do you ever take your sides all the way down and like bick it or anything? Or you do you like <laughs> having like that feel of hair like above your ears?
1: I've I've never bicked it, but um I used to not have it as short as I have it now and it like would poof up like right the bolts on look terrible so looking back at all the pictures i'm like oh man you should have shaved your head just a long time ago just uh so i can't regret doing that but um i've yeah i've shaved it pretty close but not like all the way
2: i don't like going down to the wood yeah because it starts to grow in and you start sticking to your pillows you put on a hood and then you got like like the it velcros to the hood of your to the fluff of your hood yeah exactly yeah, I, I hate that oh shit. yeah yeah yeah
0: I always call it the, the dingleberries and in, inside of the hoodie that just gets stuck <laughs> on your, your, your freshly
2: shaved head. That's not what that means. Uh, that's <laughs> close it's, it's still, when <laughs> I, mean, I say, you know, wait, it it in public. I got dingleberries on my head. <laughs> Somebody's well, going to no, be like, what are you up <laughs> to before you <laughs> came <dingleberries> here? <laughs> are the are the
0: part on the hoodies. Like, as, that, that's, the sign, that, that's always the sign of how shitty the hoodie is. If it's not like double lined <laughs> and has like a, a, a good hood, you can always tell it's just a low, lower quality. Um, did you ever rock the call mode for Ryan when you were like, when you still had, you know, when you weren't fully gone there? Uh,
1: no, not really. Gotcha.
0: So I, I didn't mean to keep harping on your hair. I was just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: he's very personal. I can't believe you did that to our guest tonight.
0: I'm not going to come back. I was the guy that did the chargeback, you know, chargebacks, chargeback. Yeah, it, it, it was me. I uh, like, I, I, I made a, a burner. Discord account, and you just offended me so much that I had to do the charge <laughs> back. You know, and this was my way of getting back to you, getting back at you. That's all I got.
2: That's all you got. Okay,
0: that was really good. We appreciate that. Uh, I always like it when it's more than just the one. So you know, yeah. to all the upcoming guests, you know, try to have a handful for us if you can. I mean, just burn right through them quick.
2: All right. Well, that brings us in. um Well, you've been listening to the Unpaid and Underrated podcast. Um, I'm going to assume by this point, if you're listening, you know where to find us. Find us on Instagram. Find us at unpaidinternpodcast.com. Find us on your favorite streaming platforms. Find us on Discord. Find us at themastonomics.com slash join Discord. Um, I'm Big Joey. I have been doing this for far too long and have to pee. Where can we
1: find you guys? <laughs>
0: uh, Big Keith. Keith kind 73 on Instagram. Go follow my orange gym, the no wine cellar. What about you, Big Ryan?
1: Uh, big underscore Ryan on the Discord or Angry Monkey on Instagram.
2: The Angry Monk with a zero, right? Yes. Angry Monk. You make Monkey. Bad. Monkey. Monkey. All right. Well, that about does us in, guys. Um, Keith?
0: All right, boys. We will go ahead and see you
3: next Tuesday. <laughs>